eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. It's the Dort Podcast. It's the Dort Podcast. Rich Keith. It's the Dort Podcast. Hashtag. It's the Hashtag Dork Podcast. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Hashtag Dork. My name is Rich Keefe, joined as always by Rentist Von Dentist, R. Von Don. That would be Ryan Davy. Davy, how are you? These just keep coming and they get better. They really are. They're like a fine good. wine. I'm enjoying them. Yeah. And, and I, I, don't, I don't think I have a particular favorite. I just like the variety of them. Uh, yeah, we've had like Rundle von Dundle. Yeah. Like some of them don't even make any sense. A lot of them don't. But it's fine. A lot of them don't, but it's fun and it's free to play. So if anybody it's at home to wants to play along, you really just need an R name, von D name, which has to be and the same. Rhyme as the, with a D. It has to be the same as the R name. Very, yep. very simple. Brian, we did a story today for Key for Madness about a gentleman who, you know how people give stuff up for Lent? Like they decided to give sure. stuff up. Well, this sure. guy. For 46 days, he's tagging on an extra six, I guess, for some reason. Either way, for 46 days, he is only drinking beer. Just that's it. That's no it. water, no and soda, only, no ginger ale. No food either. Like, no, oh, like wow. no food. But the only intake he has is beer. And through the first six days, he's apparently lost over 13 pounds. That's not true, is it? Well, that's what his Instagram says. We were following along. So let me ask you this. If you could only eat or drink one thing for 46 days and and throw water out, because water is the one thing that you'd probably be able to survive with. Like, is there anything that you think you could do for 46 days? And that would be the only thing. So it's not like, oh, I have coffee every day. It's like, no shit. But you'd have to, starting now until... Only drink coffee. Yeah, that's it. And no, so if I pick a drink, if I pick a food, that's it. If that's I pick a drink, food, that's it. If that's the, right, right. No combos. I think I could do, well, the obvious answer is ginger ale. I think I could go ginger ale for 46 straight days if that would sustain me. And I don't die, right? That's like, yeah, because that's the other thing too is like, I mean, there's obvious, if you pick a food, wouldn't you die without water? Like, you need, unless the food is like a fucking yeah. orange. I think the caveat is like, you don't die. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. Like, you can do this yeah. for 46 days and you, you don't, don't die. die. Oh man, I had Shake Shack yesterday. Ooh, I like Shake Shack. Yeah, that's unbelievable. That's pretty good stuff. I, I I could have a Smoke Shack. What's they call it? a Smoke Shack burger? That'd be pretty good. I could do that for forty six. That's a days. nice kind of workaround too. Because if you're like, oh, I'll only have cheeseburgers, because then you're getting cheese, you're getting a burger, you're getting a bun, yeah. and you're getting that's kind of a nice thing. Um, I also like a good uh, jerky beef. 
Oh yes, you know, so that some, could help you out. That would be and good. You know that'll Pack last. You some protein. You know, you lose power, yeah. no big deal. Yeah, and then uh, ginger ale. The correct the correct answer, Ryan, is an all-you-can-eat buffet. No, that's right. <laughs> it's just old country buffet right. or whatever the hell Where it is. Where you have American cuisine, Chinese cuisine, Japanese cuisine, and Italian cuisine all in one place. It's like you're you're like a like a world traveler. That's pretty good. In one all building, in just one spot. So there you go. So that's that's that. Ryan, let's get to the news. A good week or so into hashtag dork madness for a quest for peace and very controversial bracket to crown the I was going to say the quest for peace aspect of this has been thrown completely no. out the window because people are not happy with and us. by the way at the time that we're recording this the first round is still going on we're, we're into the last few matchups now into the classics region and for all the shit that we got about seeding there's been like two upsets <laughs> like oh yeah like like all the seed and like I we seeded it kind of how we thought like people might you know what the better matchups would be not necessarily all my personal favorites but just sort of what the matchups would be the sports division top eight seeds won the fighting and shooter the nine beat the eight but I actually voted for the nine that was apex over Fortnite and then the rest of the top seeds advanced and then the RPG action the nine and the ten won but all the other top seeds won. So I don't understand what the big deal is. Well, the other, the big deal, I think the big deal that people had there saw was the snubs. We did have a couple snubs. snubs sure. You're going to have snubs. You're going to have which, snubs. Which again, we combined two completely different genres of games. Right. Like if we, if we opened it up, like, yeah, you know, I think one of the people was, was coming at me uh, that Half-Life wasn't on the list, which is like, that, Half-Life yeah, is on the like list. A, no, Half-Life is on the list. Oh no, they were like, it was like a 15 seed. I'm like, well, yeah, tough apples. You got to think of it. Like since we mixed those two genres, right. like it's like in the, it's like seven of eight. That was super close for shooters. Overwatch beat Half-Life 52% to 48. That was super. And close. I voted for Half-Life. That was razor thin. I voted for Overwatch. Cause I hate Overwatch I now. Kind of. You're upset. I had a nice little go last night. Won a few games. Felt pretty good. Got back in the old saddle Must again. Must be nice. Must be nice. Are you in gold or are you in silver? Nope, I'm in silver because I had a terrible qualifying run. It was awful. <laughs> it made me want to Well, it doesn't matter because you could have a great qualifier and still wind up in silver. You can go eight and two. No, that's true. Or eight, one and one in a qualifier and still wind up in silver like I did. I went three and seven and it was just a disaster performance. Yeah. Um Right now, and by the time this is out, this result will probably be in, but the 13-seed Contra is currently defeating, defeating the 4-seed Castlevania, which is a surprise to me. A surprise. Yeah. A Konami-on-Konami Konami, uh, matchup. Yeah. People right? were excited about it. People were yep. excited. So, again, head over to at Dork Podcast on Twitter, and you can vote for that throughout the entire month. Ryan, you like casting news, don't you? Movie casting news? Show sure enough. Well, that's good because Suicide Squad 2, I know one of your favorite upcoming sequels they lost will smith no will smith as Deadshot. you say well that's too bad you can't do better than that wrong you can do better than that his name is idris elba stringer bell yep. himself is joining the cast of suicide squad 2 which i'm told other than the fact that harley quinn is in this played by Mar- marge bob or margot uh, margot robbie yes. that it's a soft reboot oh, so they're like <laughs> no they're rebooting a movie they made like two years ago. Well, Desperate Times, Ryan called for Desperate Measures, and that I was guess. a film that did not do all, all that well. Although uh, one host on this podcast gave it a four or four and a half, I think, after seeing it in the theater. <laughs> and spoiler, <laughs> want me? It <laughs> won't you? No, it was not. Want me? 
That yeah. was one I'd like to have over. I'd like to have that one back. <laughs> if that's your mulligan, yeah, for all our movie reviews. Yeah, I was just I wanted to like it so bad. But anyway, do you know? Yeah. Can I make you feel better? Be, you know, if I had to do one over, you know, what it would be Happy Time Murders. No, Jurassic World: Fallen Kingdom. You got it. Yeah, see? You like it. You're liking it now. I would give it a three instead of a two, <laughs> or whatever the hell I gave it. You're coming around on that story. It's on HBO right now if you want to <laughs> check it out. You I'm going to watch it again. Sweet. I'm going to watch it again and like get angry. Dino action. Right, we got a new trailer for Brightburn. This is the uh, what if Superman was evil type of sitch. Yeah. Looks pretty good. You got uh, Roy from The Office and Elizabeth Banks playing the parents of the kid. I, I'm, I'm intrigued. I don't know if it's a theater movie for me yet, but I, I am intrigued. I don't know. I, I think it's – this is one of those – I have a feeling that the trailer is way better than the actual movie. Ooh, Suicide Squad-esque. Could be. Yep. Could be. Another trailer we Could saw, be. Ryan, was Aladdin, and I'll tell you what. Will Smith don't. doesn't look as fucking crazy as he did before. You know people went – they went in hard and fixed that too. <laughs> yeah. Like someone's like – I don't. You got to yeah. think – I always think of like the layers that that has to go through. For people to say okay and like how many right. like who missed that you know the whole the whole the whole crew Everyone. everybody in charge like who said that looks really good I don't think the movie will be good I'm just saying my no. takeaway is that looked better than the first go around <sighs> you think with all of Disney's money they wouldn't have yeah. issues like that no, you know? I know but listen people have pro- just like in anything the great Joshua Adams who had a cosplay documentary and was kind enough to spend a few minutes with us at Boston Comic Con yes. a couple years ago. To uh, quote or paraphrase the great Joshua Adams, like anything in life, you're going to have problems. <laughs> <laughs> I want to, I actually want a copy of his movie. Gr- we got to reach out to him <laughs> and see if we can get it. And then we review it. I absolutely agree with you. We need to reach out. And by the way, that whole entire interview is still on our YouTube channel. It's shot in like 4K by Davey. Sorry. And I sit there with that. <laughs> no, it's, it's fine. That's what I look like. Yeah. What are you going to do? And so right there with Joshua Adams, if that doesn't make you feel good, I don't know what does. That guy just fucking loves cosplay so much. But he wasn't even you into cosplay. You know what cosplay. I'm drawn to? I'm drawn to every time I watch that because I've watched it a handful of times <laughs> yeah, back of again. Of course. The hole in his shirt. He has a hole in his shirt. Like he sh- Is there like a blatant hole in yeah, his shirt and he, he's like but that's like his A outfit. Like he went that to like a top tier convention. Yeah. And he's like, this is the shirt I'm wearing today. That guy was the man. He was, ab- yeah, he was the absolutely man. the man. So I'd love to talk to him again. Uh, people always say, they're like, if you could interview anybody, who would it be? Joshua Adams, second time Okay, around. let me ask you this. <laughs> Real hard-hitting question right okay. here. If you knew that Joshua Adams was going to be at PAX, would you go? I would sneak in like PFT commentator and our commentator, El Prez, <laughs> at the media night. We should, next time, next year at PAX, show up in like mustaches and glasses. We should. Like, we uh, had our past. Just it's under uh, <laughs> under the shishin, the shishin. What the shishin? So, with shishin. The, uh, it's fine. The, Just let us in. Uh, Japan four. Japan. <laughs> what? It's fine. The shishin. It's fine. The shishin. So yeah, if if I knew Josh Adams was at PAX, I would have to break in there. But guess what? I'm not going to PAX, and neither should you, listening audience. I'm not. Don't go to PAX. I know I'm you're not because you're a good guy. Everybody else listening, <laughs> I don't. I don't know how I feel about you yet. Think about your look yourself in the mirror and say, "Do I really want to do this?" If you're considering giving that yep. fucking place a dime, think about it. Think about it. We might not know how we feel about you right now, but right. if you go to PAX, we certainly. Oh, know. you're off. You're out. You're out. <laughs> Ryan, I have TV news for you—a show that you've never seen, but it's pretty good. It's called The Sinner. Was picked up for a season three by USA. This is the show that stars Bill. 
Pullman, sure. not Bill Paxton. I believe he's a pick of a pod. So Bill yes, he Pullman. Is. Season one had Jessica Beale. Season two had Carrie Coon. Pretty messed up show. He's a cop or a detective or whatever. It's it's good. I'm, I'm I didn't I would never associate USA with shows other than you know Monday Night Raw and Pacific Blue, but or like Suits. That's the one that people are like they're like super excited about, or like Rizzoli and Isles or whatever. No, the hammer Rizzoli and Isles uh, TNT. What was the uh, Franklin and Bash? Franklin and Bash. Is that one no, of theirs? That's TNT too, I think. <laughs> I think that's a TNT. It's very similar, though. Who cares? But the center's not yeah. bad. Check out the center. I think it might be on uh, Netflix still. Uh, yeah. So is Bill Paxton? Pullman. Bill Paxton? Bill Romanowski. No, it's Bill, Bill Pullman. It's Bill Pullman. Is he like the, the link between the three seasons? Because I know like one was Jessica Biel, yeah. and then it was somebody else. So Kara he's Coon. like the link. Yeah, it is. Kara, oh, Kara Coon. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How could so, I? How could so I? He is, he is the one guy that's in all of these. But they had basically yeah. completely different casts season to season except for him. So, right. yeah. Right. There's going to be a Riverdale spinoff. Well, Woo! proposed spinoff starring Katie Keene. Well, Katie Keene's the character from the Archie comics yep. played by Lucy Hale. And it's going to actually not take place in Riverdale. It's going to take place in New York City. And the actress who plays Josie. Uh, from Josie and the Pussycats in Riverdale, apparently is also going to be in the show, which is kind of odd. So it's going to take place maybe like the college years, because right now all the Riverdale oh characters boy. are in high school. Yeah, this seems kind of yeah. convoluted. So hold up. Lucy Hale is on Riverdale, no. and she's playing a high school student? Lucy Hale is not on Riverdale. She is going to play a spinoff character who has not been in Riverdale, but was in the comics okay. named Katie Keene. She's also like 30 years old, so no, I don't know how that's going to work. She's going to play probably like a 20-somethings, is yeah. my guess. No, yeah. she's not playing. The, my biggest issue is they need to combine Riverdale and Sabrina the Teenage Witch, and they haven't done that, and that's bothersome. But that's just me, right? Yeah. What do I know? Uh, you know your teen dramas, I'll tell you that. I do. I do know my teen dramas. And that's all the news, oh, Ryan. Uh, oh, do you? What? So yeah. listen to this. So I just looked it up. Lucy Hale is 29 years old. And we share a birthday. Oh my God! Happy early birthday to both you guys. That's great. How about that? That's great. Oh, news. speaking of that, someone has a, someone has a, not to timestamp this, but someone has a birthday coming up on Friday, don't they? Sure does. Sure does. Sure does. I'll give everybody my Venmo at the end of the episode if they want to send me anything. There you go. You guys can shoot me a few bucks. Just make me feel better. Twenty nine again, right? Actually, no, Ryan. It's a pretty. It's a milestone birthday. Um, mm-hmm. I'm gonna finally be able to legally run for president, which I'm super yeah, excited about. There you go. You know, it's just been sort of one of those things you I would whisper about, but obviously th- everybody knew I couldn't run. But now, you know my politics. Just, I'm going to just come up there. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't, because you don't know your politics. Ah, well, well, what are you going to do? Ryan, what are you gonna do? that's the way the news goes. Let's get to your news. It's time for Davey's video game Even if it takes more than a minute. All right, what do you have? Oh, we got a good one today, oh, Richard. Oh, that's right. That's right. I alluded to this today. So it turns out that the rapper Soldier Boy is in a little bit of hot water. And I know you're thinking, like, this is Davey's video game minute. What does this have to do with Soldier right, Boy? Well, it's been very well, it is very well documented that Soldier Boy is a video game enthusiast. He made waves uh, the very first um, video game video he made on YouTube. He was basically ripping apart the game Braid 
which is one of the best indie games ever made. And Soldier Boy just didn't get it. So if you had, so it was like, <laughs> I'll check it he's out. He's like, this game, he's like, this game has no point. Like all you do is this. And like, you like rewind time? Like he didn't get like the actual point mm. of the game. So he made, uh, he made the game developer, Jonathan Blow, very upset oh, with no. this, uh, with this video. Soldier. But it turns out that Soldier Boy has been, cre- he, do you know, he created his own game console. Uh-huh called the Soldier Game Console. Okay. And the issue with it is it has been pulled from the market, Richard, because basically what he was selling for $150 or $100 a pop uh, was basically just emulators. Like, it looked like an <laughs> Xbox, but it played games from, like, any other console. Yeah. So he made these with a Chinese company, and uh, he they've been pulled from the market, and he just said, let me, his tweet said... And I quote... Uh, I had to boss up. I didn't have a choice. Was his choice to us how, why this thing failed? Uh, and but he said in January 2019, the esports team. He's launching his own esports team oh, as course. a way to bounce back from this bad oh, news. Oh, good. Yeah, yeah. He could use that. So good for Soldier. Right. Uh, I hope he does bounce back with his new esports team. But uh, the game console game is not for him. Yeah. So today, so there that is. Redemption is spelled. S O U L J A. Incredible. So wow. that's, I'm going to keep it under a minute right, today, cool. but that's uh, that's what we got. Thank you, Ryan. Thank you, Soldier Boy, for for that. Ryan, are you ready for the topic du jour? I'm sorry, I was still thinking of what you just spelled out. That'd be Soldier. I am talking today, right now, about the topic of the day, and that would be the number one movie in America and the world, Captain Marvel. It was a two-hour and four-minute film, currently rocking an 80% on Rotten Tomatoes, with an audience score of 59%. Yep. Let's stop right there for a moment. Stop right there. People, or I guess simply dudes hate girls, question mark? That's what it is. I mean, we, and it's all of these... Like right wing nut jobs who like think that the the institution of the American male is being challenged any time that like there's a woman led film. Crazy. I mean, these are the same idiots that critic bombed uh, Ghostbusters, right? Which is a fine movie. Yeah, it was, I didn't see it, but like, but that's the thing is like people didn't even see it, and they just go on to Rotten right. Tomatoes, and they know how much weight Rotten Tomatoes carries now. And when you see commercials, like they only go with the critic score, but people log on to the site, they want to see what it is, and it was interesting because Black Panther got absolutely crushed as well. And it makes you feel really good about America when you see that Black Panther and Captain yep. Marvel both get trashed by all these idiots online. Absolutely. And which ridiculous. is crazy because they say like the big knock on Marvel movies and Disney movies is that they pay people to review it. Well, yeah, not enough. So like, it, but think about that's this. like the big knock on this. Them, but. This movie has 50, almost 56,000 user ratings. That's crazy. So that's just, and that the movie's been out less than a week, and they have people diving on there that haven't even seen it. And then what I think you're also getting is the number was even lower than fifty nine percent, and so people it was people are jumping on there trying to balance it out. I think it started like in the thirties, like it was like yeah, it was like twenty nine percent or thirty percent, and then ugh. Rotten Tomatoes went in and like kicked out like all the bots, like all like the anonymous users. Yeah. So my and then my, it's leveling out a little bit, but my, it's not perfect. My theory is Captain Marvel hit sort of the negative perfect storm of both like the sexist people out there that are just like a woman in a lead role, like a superhero. Like they, those people combined with, as we know, there's sort of an angry group of DC fans 
And Captain yes. Marvel, of course, was a DC character. In fact, Shazam is Captain Marvel, but they've lost the like licensing. And so right. Zachary Levi's even had to like come out a bunch of times on Twitter and be like, hey, there's room for both superheroes. Like everybody right. relax. Like he's seen all the shit. So I think it's DC fans and just like angry, stupid idiot guys. Right. And then they were angry that now Captain Marvel is the highest grossing movie with a female lead ever surpassing Wonder Woman. So people were going right. at so the DC's and then losing their minds over that. And now. then Gal Gadot was like, it's fine. Guys, that's great news. Congratulations. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, oh, my God. Like, it's, please stop. It's so it's so bad. And I it was funny because I tweeted out the other day. Uh, from Keith 21, not from Dork Podcast, which is a safe haven, but from Keith 21, yes. which is a cesspool, I tweeted out, hey, just saw Captain Marvel, like full episode on Dork coming out this week. And one of the first comments was, are you going to explain to, I assume this is how he talks. He goes, are you going to explain to me why Captain Marvel was a woman? Let me guess. You thought it was great. I was like, I'm like, yeah, it was great. It was pretty good. We'll get to it. However, what do you What's your? You need more male superheroes, <laughs> like <laughs> or like? Yeah. Do you think that somehow having a woman star in this movie is like a challenge to your masculinity yeah, somehow? We, really weird. Like when he, if you it's peel the layers weird. back, it's kind of. That's not what we do on this podcast. But just like no. thinking about it kind of quickly, you're like, what the fuck is wrong with you in your life? If yeah. You get, like uh, it's one thing if you didn't like it. Like I'm fine if you didn't like it. But tell me why. Don't tell me you didn't like it because it was a woman in a lead role. Like. You'd think we'd like be beyond dumb. this, but we're not. We're not. Yeah. And oh, by the way, the MCU has been out for 11 years. They have 21 movies, and only one is led by a woman. So let's all relax. Yeah, like, <laughs> I don't under 5% of your movies right. are, if, are women. If like, anything, people should be getting upset about that part of it. <laughs> not, sure. Not the other way. You know, they're strong female uh, characters across. I, I, don't, I don't understand, like, the hostility. Yeah. They're like, people are just angry. You know what I mean? People are for like, sure. I don't angry. understand why. People are for sure angry, especially when it comes to this type of shit and uh, like anonymous reviews and like Twitter things and like you know what I mean, like Facebook comments. Like it's easy to be anonymous and a jackass. But anyway, but in talking, yeah. like, but in talking to you about like your radio, pro, your little radio program yeah, that you do, yeah, yeah. aside from this, no, I know, and yeah. um, my part time job, your part time job, and like you know, just about Twitch and like all that stuff is like. No one has a gun to your head, gun to your dick, and be like, you have to, like, if you don't want to see it, don't see it. Oh, it's super easy to avoid. If you don't want to listen, don't listen. If you don't like this podcast, turn it off. Super easy. Unsubscribe. Super easy. I don't care. Super easy to avoid it. It's super easy to avoid it. Like, and like, is everything all right at home? Chances are no. Like, Like with a lot of those ones, chances are no. And like, it's one thing, and I don't want everybody, especially sports, but even with the dork stuff, like, you don't have to agree with me on everything. Like, if you think Happy Time Murder sucks, first of all, you're wrong. But second of all, fine. Like, we can have a back and forth on it. But it's the people that are just like, Captain Marvel never should have been made. Or Black Panther, are you kidding me? You're like, okay, stop right there. There is no yeah, conversation to be had. Like, there, mm-hmm. it's just, it's fucking arrogant. And it, or not, it's just ridiculous. It is. Yeah, it's that yeah. too. It's uh, uneducated, whatever you want to say. So, for the rest of the podcast, we just had to get that out there. So, for the rest of the podcast. Asinine. It's asinine. We're just going to talk about the actual movie. and Let's do it. But that was that was a part of it from the weekend and everything else. So let's go, as we always do, Ryan, spoiler-free for Captain Marvel. Let's begin. Did you like it? Sure did. Well, it was fine. I think it was good. Let me ask you again. Good, not great. Let me ask you again, Ryan. Like, you didn't know the I said a lot of things. <laughs> well, and three, two, one. Did you like it? Sure. Okay. Yeah. I, I think... 
like would be a great definition of it. I liked it. I liked it. I liked, I liked it. it. Yeah. I liked a it. A decent amount. I liked it a decent amount as well. Now, for an origin story, we have seen, just, just to uh, make this clear, again, this was the 21st MCU movie. It also happened to be, by my count, the 10th origin story. And in order, Iron Man, Hulk, Thor, Captain America. I'm going to count Guardians of the Galaxy, even though it's sort of a group origin. Mm-hmm. Ant-Man, Doctor Strange, Spider-Man, and Black Panther. So knowing that they can at times be a bit formulaic, and we've seen a lot of them so far, what did you think overall just of the origin story? Like you said, it was pretty formulaic, pretty straightforward. Yeah. I was finding myself being like, okay, okay, mm-hmm. okay. You know what I mean? Like, just get to the thing. Right. You know? I, so. I felt that way, too. Like, it was like nothing... And this is a different kind of character for sure. Like this is, you know, you're starting to deal with like other planets and it's like otherworldly, all that other stuff. But she did a really good job. Like I'm really, I'm really coming around on Brie Larson. Like I told you that she's last some, week. She's yep. some, she's a great actress. Um, and we'll get to it in like action, that like was one in the of, acting and stuff. But. That was one of my takeaways though, actually watching it was like, man, like no surprise because of how successful they are. But if you look at the MCU, like heavy hitters, like, they have a lot of like Oscar winning and Oscar nominated, yes. like legit actors and actresses now. Yes. Uh, but she was really good. What do you think of the action in the movie? Not enough. I would have liked a little bit. People are like, oh, top to bottom. It was awesome. I'm like, eh, it was good. Um, I feel like for that character with that skill set and that power set, like there could have yeah. been, there could have been a little bit more, you know, you got like the last 20 minutes or so of the movie, you finally got full, full go. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But. And this isn't a spoiler. Cause like you see in like the trailer, even like her going like full on, you know, like when her like, eyes yeah. turn, like, like look like the sun. And so, you know, she's capable of stuff like that. And I could have used, I mean, I know it was a two hour movie, but maybe like one more, big fight sequence or action sequence or something like that. I think could have sure. helped it. Yeah. What'd you make of the comedy of the film? And again, not comparing it to, you know, dumb and dumber or old school, but comparing it to other MCU movies. Where, how do you think it's, it's stacked up? It surprised me. I was very surprised by the comedy. There's stuff that I actually did like chuckle a little bit and yeah. like laughed out loud at times. Um, there, and I was not expecting that. There's one character specifically that really kind of carries the comedy. Yes. We'll get to but yeah, or two o- or two ish. Yeah. Okay. Over overall, I thought it was pretty good. Like, I don't think it's as funny as guardians or no. Ant-Man, but like all the other movies that kind of make you chuckle, like this is just in line with those. Yeah, I sure. I would say, uh, I also think it is quite a challenge to introduce a new character who, you know, is going to be a major part of Endgame after 11 years of movies. Like you think about how many times we've seen, Iron Man or Captain America on screen. And now you're like, Oh shit, we need this character. Let's put this in right at the end of like phase right. four or is it phase three? Maybe it's the end of phase three and you're end of phase three, the very end yeah. of phase three will be end game. So you're like, we got to shoehorn her in. So considering that, I think they did as well as they could do. Yeah, I think so. I think you needed to explain a lot in a very short amount of time mm-hmm. um, to kind of get up to speed because there's, like you said, there's been a lot of stuff that's been going on. So we need to get her caught up as quickly as possible. Yeah, I. So I think they did a decent job of that. I I think so too. And we'll talk about you know the time frame too. You know, with everything and how most of this movie takes place in the '90s and how how it all ties in and how how it all connects. Where would you rank it out of the 21 movies? You don't have to give me an exact number, although at some point maybe we'll have to reset our, all of our rankings. But basically, 
give me a couple that you think it's either as good as maybe one or two that's above it, one or two that's below it, just to get a sense of, of where you put it. So it's it's definitely it's not as bad as like Thor the Dark World and the Incredible Hulk and like all those movies, but I would put it on par with like Ant Man and the Wasp or like the the first Ant Man. Like it's in there somewhere. Yeah. You know, where it's like the bottom of the second tier. I was gonna say there's like four or five that are without question like the worst ones, right? So there's like Iron Man two not in any order, but Iron Man two, Iron Man three, the Incredible Hulk, Thor two. Those are four that Anything that's on the screen now is going to be better than that. Yes. And then I also think it's better than the first Thor. I think it's, well, yes, I do. I think it's better than the first Captain America. I think it's better than Ultron. Do you know? I do. I, I have it. I think it might be. I didn't like Doctor Strange as much as everybody else. I think Doctor Strange visually was one of the most compelling movies they've made. It was that visually was stunning. Bonkers. It was visually Crackers, stunning. as you would say. I think, though... And this isn't even a huge knock on the movie, but I would probably have it like 12th or 13th. Like I'm with you. I think it is like it's right in the middle. It's in like the Ant-Man range. Yeah, it's right in the middle. But all the movies that came out the last couple of years, with the exception of Ant-Man and the Wasp, I would put that with that. But like Mm -hmm. uh, the other Spider-Man Homecoming and Black Panther are both much better. Much better. And those are more recent origin stories. It's because they have men in them. No, it's true. I prefer a male superhero and actually only male characters. Yeah, I don't ever want to see a woman yeah. character on the screen of God. <laughs> the uh, I I also looked at it like this. Now these are the extremes, but I thought it was a bit Guardians of the Galaxy meets Green Lantern. Yeah, and you said I was like you texted me that, and I was like that's kind of well, both ends of the spectrum. First of all, <laughs> and it's it's not Guardians of the Galaxy is my favorite MCU movie, and Green Lantern obviously obviously is a pile of trash. But when you take what the character does and like the whole idea of like earth and outer space and everything and the right. origin story of it, it's definitely closer to guardians and green lantern, but it's, it needed to do something to sort of pull it down from it, it being yeah. guardians. It's like if green lantern was good, this would be what that movie is. Yeah. That's another good way of putting it. So yeah. what ultimately, what would your hashtag dork score be Four. You, yeah. So I, so we're very similar. I left the theater thinking four and a half. And yep. I knew like if I was going to be talked into one direction, it would be four, not five. But right now I'm and, at four and a half. Yeah. It was uh, leaving the theater. I was at four and a half and having time to think about it. I saw it Friday night. I saw it opening night on International Women's Day. So, yes, which was great. Um, well, I hated that, but I, I gotcha. Yeah. When's International Men's Day? Right. Every day, dude. Every day. It's every day. <laughs> it's every day. Um, <laughs> and uh, so leaving the theater, I was smiling. I had a, I was like, I was, my wife actually asked me what score I would, she asked me now, yeah. my dork Smart. score. Smart. And I said four and a half. And then the more I thought about it, I'm like, it's probably a, more of a four yeah. because you have, it was probably about 20 minutes too long. Um, yeah. They could have trimmed one, it, sure. one action scene away from being a five. Yeah, so I'm going to lock mine in right now at four and a half. We'll see how the rest of the episode goes. Maybe I'll, I'm going to say four. Yeah, that's fair. So that gives us an aggregate score of 4.25. It's funny. So we do quarter stones. <laughs> quarter stones. Why not? Break them yeah. all up. It's funny that your wife asks you. Because I, I always ask my wife after we watch a movie, I go, what, what score would you give it? And she goes, out of how many? I'm like, six. I'm like, we've only been doing the podcast for four years, which I know you don't listen to, but you got to at least know the scoring metric. Get to know the lingo. Get to know the lingo. She's like, all right. Two and she's, she always grades very hard, as you know. She's, yes, <laughs> she does. She hates everything I like. Correct. There is a mid credit scene and an end credit scene. That's sort of yes. par for the course at this point. So 
we'll get into both of those coming up in the spoilers. But uh, so obviously stick around for those. It's definitely a theater movie for me because it's an MCU movie and, you know, it's not going to be available prior to Endgame, right? Endgame's coming up around the corner. So no, you got to no, see it in the theater. Yeah, and they did say that this will be the very first movie released on Disney Plus. Like the first of the movies that are like it will never go to Netflix, it'll never go to any other streaming service other than Disney Plus. Oh wow. Okay. Cool. Anything so else non-spoiler you want to hit on? Uh no. Okay. No, I'm good. All right. Spoiler, 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 spoilers. Ryan, let's begin very quick, not even about the movie, but instead of the uh normal opening montage they do with the Marvel and the, the flip, 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 yeah, they did a, good sound effects. They did a full Stan Lee montage, which was pretty sweet. Yep. I like that. That was pretty sweet. Yep. And they had the thing in the black screen. It just said, thank you, Stan, which I thought was one. It was missing a comma. Oh, um, boy. here we go. I don't want to get into grammar oh, police Christ. here, but it's like, thank you, comma, Stan. Yeah. You know, but they, they didn't do oh, that. Okay. But it, it was fine. It was clean looking. I thought it was a very nice touch. Did people in your theater clap for that? They did not. Oh, got a real good ovation in my theater. Well, uh, the girl next to me and my wife went, Aw. <laughs> so that was about it. That was about it. You hear people whispering, he's dead. Yeah. He's dead now. Who, or one guy's like, who's that? Who's that guy? Yeah. No one did that. No. But it was like, just kind of like a couple like, Aw. Yeah. you know. Oh, we got a pretty good, I would say more people clapped than didn't for that. Yeah. They really whipped him into a frenzy. Then also, later on in the film, you get a Stanley cameo. He's on a bus and Ryan, he's reading the script to Mallrats. Which is a great nod, uh, especially given the time. Um, I don't think it lines up chronologically, like when she says she's there. That's an issue I had with this movie. Like the time timing is is a little muddy. Time could be a little off. Now, I was doing the math on that because part of the movie, it says specifically 1989. And then when she gets dropped into the blockbuster, they also reference later on something about six years later, which my math puts you at 1995, which is right. when Mallrats came out. In October of 1990. So it could have been, it could have been like, early 95. And then he was, yes. get, he was getting maybe he was on his way to filming. You know what I mean? So it looked like it if it takes up. place in if it took place in L.A. or like in the West Coast, it looked about to be about April or May. Yeah. But, you know, so do you think they filmed it there? Or did they, yeah, because I bet they didn't actually film in Jersey. Right. No, probably not. Well, anyway, but I like the I like the mall rats thing. And then Kevin Smith, friend of the podcast, was very emotional about it. Very emotional. I saw him on Twitter. He was crying. He, he cried. Yeah, he cried. People cry, Ryan. I don't know why that's a big deal. People people lose their minds. But he uh, he did put himself, which I like. So now Kevin Smith, mall rats is in the MCU in a way, which is crazy. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. Um, but if you look at the picture of him that he put on Twitter and Instagram, yeah, probably run a comb through your hair ah, next time listen. you do that. Listen, that's not what it was about, Ryan. You know? Yeah. That's not yeah. what it's about. Did you like the old switcheroo, the old Krees are the good guys, Scrolls are the bad guys? Oh, wait, hold the phone. Scrolls are the good guys, Krees are the bad guys. Well, you kind of knew, like, not to bring in the sports world, not to talk sports here with you, but, Go like, ahead. it doesn't matter how much, how good a stuff a pitcher's stuff is. If he's tipping his pitches, you don't, you're, <laughs> he's going to get hit. You know what I mean? Yeah. So you're tipping your pitches a little bit when you have um, Jude Law, Jude Law yeah. interacting with Ronan. Yeah. So you have those two interacting throughout this. You're like, wait, isn't Ronan a bad guy? And then you're like, oh, like you're kind of tipping it a little bit. I also don't think I could see Jude Law as a good guy uh, on his own. No, I think he I'm doesn't really play a bad guy. Yeah. You know? Yeah. 
And also, you know, the dude, uh, Korath, who was hunting Peter Quill at the beginning also of Guardians. Bad, technically a bad guy. Yeah, yeah, right. So you're like, I don't know what's going on here. He winds up working for Ronan. So it's, he does. You know. Which I do like. So that's another reason. Like, there's a lot of Guardians tie-ins, obviously. Yeah. Without any of the Guardians. But you do get Ronan, you get Korath, and Krees and Skrulls and the whole thing. Because normally... Like, shape-shifting is really sweet, but if a lot of people can shape-shift, like, that can get out of hand, where you're like... But it was it was really guy. funny. Yeah. Like, Ben Mendelsohn, who was super funny. He was um, he was the what I was talking about, like, the person who yeah. carried the comedy. He played, was it Talos or whatever? Talent, Talos, Talos, yeah. He was, as, like, the scroll main guy, he was great in the movie. And they're like, can so everyone can do this? Like, well, you have to practice. Like, yeah, right. there's people who are like, you know... <laughs> yeah. So I thought I thought that was actually really funny. He was he was really good, and I kind of like that twist because the scrolls are so gross looking, but yet you're, they're the good guys, and all that other stuff is going on. So Ryan, the real the biggest question, the absolute biggest question going in, and perhaps why some have called this the most anticipated movie of 2019, was this question: Does this movie answer the question why did Nick Fury wait so long to page Captain Marvel? Your answer would be not really. Uh, I 100% agree. In fact, I would say no, it does not. The, like the cop out, I think it's what they would say or what, what people defending it would say is she hands him the pager, which we see obviously at the end of Infinity War. And she's like, only in case of emergencies. Like mm. there were a couple of emergencies that she probably could have been made aware of. Wouldn't you, you know? think specifically the events of the Avengers where aliens are coming out of the sky to attack New York. Yes. That maybe that would have been an emergency. And Thanos was involved and infinity stones were involved both times. You're like, you should probably give her a heads up. I'm just, give her a quick little, you know, drop yeah, her a line because this was again. So Nick Fury and rookie agent Coulson, which we'll get to both those guys. But so they're, yep. they're young shields, Barely a thing. They have obviously not started the Avenger initiative, which we'll, we'll get to as well. But they kind of had a feeling that these things may exist, but they had no idea. And so they come across Captain Marvel. And at first, they don't even believe her where she's from. But then it's, they, they get convinced pretty quickly. Yeah, that was a pretty easy sell. It was. It was kind of a convenient thing. Yeah. But then, I don't know, like when you're going up against aliens, like, oh, that's right. I remember the alien person that I knew that was super powerful and was a good guy. Maybe I should call them. And so, unfortunately, <laughs> like that's not a Captain Marvel issue, like the like this movie that we're talking about. But it's a greater MCU movie where it, which is it's tough, a rare slip up. Yeah, they've had a couple. Like they fucked up the timeline in Spider Man Homecoming when they said what year something was, and you're like, hold yeah. on. But. This is tough because you try to shoehorn things in. Like, I know Star Wars has dealt with this, too, where it's like you put something in and then you're like, well, uh, this movie, clearly they could have just done that, you know? And I just feel like he was holding on. He was holding on to that uh, pager since 1995. And he only did it when he saw people disappearing. And how do you know she's still there? If if, If the snap took out half of existence. There's no guarantee that she's still around. Yeah, that's also true. You know, yeah, so you, you don't like, really eh. know for sure, but I guess it's a 50, 50 shot that she's going to respond. Right. Also riddle me this. If he hit that button and actually what was Fury doing in Ultron? Was he still, 
Was he still around? I'm he was think. kicked out of the Shield after oh, the, uh, yeah. Winter Soldier. There was no more Shield. So remember, he was just kind of acting on his own. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I was gonna say so he might not have had it. Maybe he didn't have it. Because I was gonna say, could could Captain Marvel have saved everybody in Sokovia? Well, that's the thing. The one thing I was thinking of is like Sokovia. Like you're you're gonna destroy the entire Earth. Like right. You probably should have probably should have called, called her, Captain. You know? I would have given Captain Marvel a buzz at that point. Yeah. Maybe just reached out to her. And that's my other question: is she was like, "Hey, I'll be right back" to her friend. Uh, photon there or whatever and the daughter who was like obsessed with her she's like hey i'll be right back do we like did she ever come back like do we know did she ever check in and then if she did fury never told any of the other avengers about her wouldn't he have fucking uh, said yeah. something to her like wouldn't he have said something to iron well, man or captain you know, america nick, nick fury nick fury likes to keep uh keep his cards close i can't even talk today he, he keeps like cards to close, his to the cards close i know i hear you. The cards, cards, cards. i can't talk for <laughs> shit no, but so that was that was the biggest thing going in, and maybe it was too distracting for me and people that aren't as obsessed with the timeline. Although those people aren't listening to this because the people who listen to this are obsessed with all these little details. But I'm just watching. I'm like, all right, let's go. How are they going to explain this away? And they don't. And you're like, all right, where's she been? And maybe I need to watch all the other movies again and see if they give any clues, specifically ones. You know, when Nick Fury is talking about aliens, because they they know Thor and they embrace Thor. But I'd be curious to to go back and listen to if he says anything like, well, it doesn't look like, or he kind of resembles so-and-so, or can you do this? Because I know someone who can do this. Like, none, yeah. of, none of that stuff probably Well, he happened. does say, so I went back, I, I'm, I've been going back now and watching all of these movies again. Yeah, which is, is And um, there are things that are said throughout these movies that you're, they're just starting to make sense now. So, like, in the very first Iron Man, when you see Nick Fury for the first time, he says something to Tony Stark at the effect, to the effect of, like, do you really think you're the only one? Right. So that's good. I like that. You know, like, he, and he could be talking about Captain America. He could be talking about. Right. You know, Thor, but he's just like, you, you realize that this is weird. This is a thing. Well, because right? it was it in Iron Man 2 when they had, like, you could see in the background, they had a thing where basically they were keeping tabs on people. And one, yes. of, one of them was in Wakanda. Yes. So, like, yeah, I mean, they've definitely given, like, little clues, but I'm curious specifically with Captain Marvel how many there are. I just, it would I be, don't know. Wouldn't it be cool if you, like, look at a scene and, like, Nick Fury does a thing where he, like, flaps his coat out and you can actually see the beeper on him? Yeah, that would be pretty sweet. Like, that would be pretty sweet. It's just, they didn't, like, it's not good enough for me. Like, they got to clear that up a little no, bit. No, no, it's, it's, there's some suspension of disbelief going on here because mm-hmm. we're so close. And I think they're like, well, we're so close to Endgame. Like, it, it yeah. really doesn't matter. Right. So, like, let's just get it done, you know? Now, we did get the Tesseract, Ryan, once again. So, again, that goddamn Tesseract keeps showing up. So, I, here's the, here's the history of the Tesseract as best as I can uh, decipher it. So, again, because we see it, and, again, this movie takes place in the 90s, so you got to sort of jump around. But the first time we ever saw the Tesseract was in the post credit scene in Thor, and S.H.I.E.L.D. has it in the cube, and they bring that dude Selvig in, and Fury's like, hey, can you take a look at this? But, like, Loki is fucking around with Selvig's head. Yep. So we know that S.H.I.E.L.D. has the Tesseract in 2011. Now, the first full film where the Tesseract is in is Captain America, which came out a few months after the first Thor and mm-hmm. Red Skull. He tracks it down in Norway. He then uses it to make weapons for Hydra. So that's 1942. Yes. Red Skull. Then at the very end of the movie 
grabs the Tesseract, and you can't do that. So he is teleported to Vormir, where we then see him seven years later in Infinity War, and that was a crazy moment. The Tesseract then gets lost, like gets burned through like the uh, plane or whatever, and drops to the ocean, and it's later found by Howard Stark. So yes. we don't know between 1943 and 1989, which in 1989 we know that it's in Project Pegasus, which yes. is like the NASA Air Force thing. We don't know how long Howard Stark had it, but you have to imagine he used it to make a lot of his shit, right? My guess is sometime. I would say so, too, like a yes. decade. Uh, the Tesseract, obviously it helps Carol get her powers, too. Like, that's where all, like, that whole little scene, it, again, it's like a classic old-school comic book. Oh, gamma rays, or, oh, a toxic oh, yeah. spider. Like, it's, it's that kind of shit, but whatever. That's how, that's fine. But didn't it, it was like the explosion... Mixed in, in the comic book, it's like yeah. Marvel and Carol Danvers, like they explode. They were right next to each other when the explosion happened and their DNA uh. combined. And that's why she was like, there was like part of her that was Marvel and part of her that was Carol Danvers. And like they were separate. Oh, maybe. I don't honestly, I don't know a lot about Captain Marvel. I remember I read uh, Civil War two. I thought that was pretty good. She was yeah. like a main character in that. No, so it was like she had like shared memories between like Marvel and her. Oh, kind of like, and they were all like mm. all over the place. And that that was the split. Like it wasn't like she storm. just couldn't remember. She had like someone else's memories. Okay. We also see Goose the cat swallow the cube and puke it up. Uh, Formerly Chewy. Yeah. Right. In the Chewy comic in the books. Com- yeah. Right. Right. So yeah. the history of the Tesseract. It was originally Odin who had it, like way back in the day. He yes. he had it. He's he or the Asgardians hid it in Norway. So then Red Skull has it. Then Howard Stark has it. Then there's a big jump forward. But there's actually a scene in Iron Man two where Tony is looking through his father's uh, notebook and there's a drawing of a cube. Yes. So that's clearly the Tesseract. 1989, Pe- uh, Project Pegasus, Marvel has it. 1995, we know that Goose swallows it. So then between 1995 and 2012, we don't really know what's going on with it. We just know that S.H.I.E.L.D. has it. That's all we know. <laughs> it's sitting on Nick Fury's desk covered in puke. Right. It's one of the most yeah. powerful items in the galaxy, and he's just yes. got cat puke on it. So then Loki takes it in New York. That cues really the whole Avengers movie, the first Avengers movie. Then after Avengers, Thor takes it back to Asgard. So then for about five years, I think it sits in the Odin's throne room there. And then Loki mm-hmm. takes it back. Uh, when they're when Asgard's going up the shit, and then Thanos takes it from Loki, and there you go, Thanos has it, and there it is. Now and we're there. now we're up to speed. And there, that's your Tesseract minute. So, but that was good. I mean, again, they've just a lot of different tie-ins there. I mean, that's that's a specific one, but all the other stuff was good. What did you make of the soundtrack of the movie? I had issues with the soundtrack, Richard. I like the use of a couple of songs, but overall, I don't think it was super. It wasn't like Guardians of the Galaxy, but nothing really is like that's that's right. That's putting the bar up there pretty high. Well, here's my issue. The song, every song they picked from the 90s was actually really good. But the problem I have um, is that the times didn't really match up. Um, So, again, this was supposed to take place in like 1995. Right. Um, And so there's a scene where. Carol Danvers has been um, matrixed by the Supreme Intelligence, right? And the Supreme Intelligence puts on a record, um, and it's Come As You Are by Nirvana. Right. 
she would have had no idea what that song is because that song came out in like 1992. Uh. So like, that's like an issue I have with that. I'm like, it's like, oh, because it's all supposed to be in like her subconscious, right? Oh, because you're saying that's that's she was in outer space when that song came on. Yes. So, oh, and I the other one you. was um, no doubt, no doubt. Yeah. So, just a girl came out in '95, technically. Uh, so that would have been like brand. I don't know, but like it, I think it was just one of those things where I'm just like yeah, I'm sound- like music dorking and the. I know, but the soundtrack's more for us. It's not like Guardians where right. it's like no, you're they're right. also listening to it. So I don't and mind that, was, that. Yeah, I mean the the one scene, like I said, she wouldn't have known a Nirvana song. No, in that's her subconscious. Fine. Unless she heard it like on the radio when she was driving with Nick Fury. And my wife's like, well, what if they were mm, driving true, from to this the base with Nick Fury and she heard it on the radio? I'm like, fine, but that never happened in the movie. No, it did not. She was rocking you know, a nine-inch so. nail shirt, though, from the previous. She was too. rocking a oh, nine-inch she- nail shirt, which I did very much appreciate. I like that. One of my favorite 90s bands. She fell on a blockbuster, so that was good. So we're like, oh, yeah, the little member berries there for I all like- us 90s people. Mac and Goo wet themselves when they saw a blockbuster video. Oh, I'm sure they did. And what's that stupid movie that Goo never shuts up about? Like the com- the cartoon All-Stars, but the uh, anti-drug movie? Uh, he was probably looking yeah. for that on the shelves. Yeah, I saw. So then she shot the head off of the True Lies uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger. Poster, or not the poster, but yeah. like it was like one of those little uh, stand-ups. The right stuff that obviously they they showed yes. that movie clearly. So that so that's a movie about Air Force pilots, right? Yeah, or astronauts. I thought isn't the right stuff astronauts? I'm trying to think. Let me see. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yep. Yeah. Scott Glenn, Ed Harris. Right. Yeah. And Dennis Goose, Quaid. Goose is obviously named after Top Gun. So you right. get all that. Oh, so the other thing too is at the end where. What was he going to call? Nick Fury was going to call the Avenger Initiative something different. It was the Protector. Yeah, and then he yeah. looks at the photo, and Carol Danvers' nickname is the Avenger. That's a real thing. That is a real thing. I have no problem with that. My problem yeah. is, so did he tell anybody else like what the fucking initiative was named after? No. I just this is this is my hang up, and this is and maybe I need to get over it. It's like the Netflix characters never making their way in, but it's like so he has been. In and out of running the Avengers for the last seven years, they've had a bunch of missions together. They've talked to each other all the time. But is he, like, keeping Captain Marvel a secret from them? Yeah, like, he never once thought to mention that, hey, this is the reason we call it this is because of this. Especially to, like, Thor. Like, you wouldn't tell Thor about her? There's probably a lot of overlap there. There's a lot of overlap there. I don't know. But anyway, I mean, I thought... And the only other thing I had an issue with is, like... They make a joke about it in Ant-Man and the Wasp, but they're like, do you just put quantum in front of any, anything now? <laughs> yeah. You know, like if hey, you, quantum. If quantum energy, quantum power, quantum yeah. whatever, quantum field, like they just add that word to it. And, quantum, you know. quantum, quantum, quantum. Yeah. Ryan, the uh, mid credit scene, which is really just a scene from Endgame. Directed by the Russo brothers, yeah. Was pretty, That's a scene from Endgame. Was pretty sweet. Now... I mean, I, I don't know what else you can do. Like, you're all we're, all we care about now. As soon as that movie was over, you're like, I just care about Endgame. And so they gave you a little piece of that. Do you like that, or would you have rather had something more about her and her backstory? Or do you, I would have liked like my end credit scene would have been her like looking down at the beeper, like shown what she was doing at the time, and then saw the beeper. Oh yeah, and then left. Yeah, because this because because that. Because that would have shown like where she's been. Like uh, clearly, she's been doing stuff that's more important. Yeah, like and I, I would have liked to have known what that was. So I definitely liked the scene, but like you know, it's just a part. It's like when they did in uh, 
Ant-Man. It was just like a scene in Civil War or whatever it was. Remember, it was just like a scene from Civil War, like at the end of Ant-Man with him fighting the Falcon. Wasn't that part of Or no. What am I thinking of? Oh, and he's like, so we got a guy. Something yeah. like that. It was like, you're like, all right, that's really cool and all, but it's just, fr- it's going to be from the movie. Like, it's not its own thing. So I'm trying to think. Could she have been participating in the Kree Skrull War? Yeah, what's the year on that? Do we know? That's the thing. I don't know. Yeah, I know like when been. it happened in the comics, but like she could have been. That's another that. like because she was gonna move Ben Mendelsohn and his family. She was gonna find them a place. Yes, that was and the then Ronan is involved in the Kree War because they mentioned that in Guardians, right? You know, so I'm trying to think of like was she doing that? Yeah, it, it could. I mean, it would have to be something very time consuming. <laughs> like or like equally as important. Like Earth's important to us, but like in the terms of the galaxy, like what she could have been doing was a little bit more important. Yeah. Cuz I feel like there's more like while Ultron is like okay, that's bad. But like there's major players taking part in like the Kree Skrull war that could have that she could have been focusing on, mm-hmm. which makes sense to me. Yeah, I yeah, know. I think Ronan and Thanos are more of a threat than Ultron. If I'm if I'm going to weigh them against each other, no, that's definitely true. Yeah, maybe she knows the kind of what Thanos, but like Thanos doesn't have any of these stones yet, but he's still obviously a threat, right? He's still a bit of an issue. But I mean, overall, like the the mid credit scene did get me excited. Like it was cool to see Brie Larson in her uniform looking at those guys. Like so that's cool. And she and looked all, like and she looked like she hadn't seen a shower in some time, no. which was encouraging because like she's been busy, you know? Yeah, right. She didn't have her feet up. Like she's been kicking some ass somewhere. Yeah. But that was pretty cool. You know, they're like, oh, all of a sudden, like, whatever that device is, like, the, you know, the, the lights went out. You're like, all right, well, something's going on. Like, and the other thing, too, that was like, where's nobody, Fury? Like, nobody knows that's a fucking beeper. Yeah, it's a beeper. <laughs> like, yeah. You don't have, like, war machines, like, oh, it's a modified beeper. No, like, like, we could do. Tony's, like, old. Tony probably had a beeper. He probably had, like, the first yeah. ever beeper. Like, he definitely knows what it is. Probably invented but, it. But there's, like, yeah, right. It probably was. Probably a Stark device back, back in the day. But she just got right in there. Oh, the other thing I was thinking when um, uh, Talos first, when he like impersonated the head of S.H.I.E.L.D., yeah. like going back to that part, I was thinking like, God, it's really easy to infiltrate S.H.I.E.L.D. <laughs> like, anybody, Super easy. Anybody's like, ah, I'm going to get involved in S.H.I.E.L.D. now. Like, they, they don't, how good is S.H.I.E.L.D.? Like, I, They're I don't not know. that good. They can't They're be. not that good. Yeah. I don't know. And then the end credit scene is just Goose puking up the Tesseract. But she's going to skip that. I was going to say, I was going to say before the spoilers, be like, watch the mid, skip the. It's like Ant Man. Like the mid scene was awesome. And then the yeah. last one was just the ant playing the drums. I'm like, Jesus Christ. I didn't mind. Like, I stuck around for this. No, but this was better than the ant skip on the drums. I guess. This, you got to see the Tesseract. At least you, know, you, for, see you know for sure that it's sitting on the, the, the desk there. So what I was saying too is Goose Goose kind of provided some comedy too, which was nice. Goose was with funny him and, oh, when with he, Nick Fury when he finally opened his mouth. Yeah. Oh, so Nick Fury's eyeball. Yeah. What'd you think of that? He finally. I, got his- I thought it was. Um, my wife actually said that it was um, akin to Hot Tub Time Machine, where you're just waiting for the guy to cut his arm, like how he loses his arm. Yeah, it really was because he got it a few times. Like, how's your eyes? Like, it's fine. Like, yeah. And then right. you get the accident. He gets cut, and then he gets cut, and then you're like, but the best was when. Uh, um, Colson was like, so you lost your eye, you know, they were, the, the Cree were interrogating you and you wouldn't give them any information. He's like, yeah, sure. That's, yeah. Uh, that's how it happened. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> so is that a good payoff for you that the cat scratched his eye? Oh, it's a flurkin. It's not a cat. 
But, you know, yeah. Well, my, the flurkin. Are you okay with the flurkin <laughs> doing that? Yeah, I'm good with that. I guess I am. It didn't need to be anything crazy. Like, that. No. it's kind of funny. And, like, that cat obviously played a big part of the whole thing. Did you like Annette Benning as Marvell? Uh, sure. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Yeah, but I thought, I thought Brie Larson obviously was really good as Carol Danvers. I thought her and Samuel L. Jackson together are really good. Yeah, and I like that, you know, Samuel L. Jackson's, like, so charismatic that it, it doesn't really matter. But people were, like, bitching about, you know, Brie Larson being, like, kind of flat in this movie. But I think that's I just how so. the character is. Yeah. I think she's just super dry and, like, sarcastic and, you know. And I, I like the, you know, there's a line in the movie where the guy tells her, like, she needs to smile more. And she almost, like, vaporizes the yeah. guy. Um, yeah. But I think that's just how the character is. The character's not, like as bombastic as some of the, like she's not a Tony Stark. She's not a Thor. You know, she's just kind of like right doing her thing, you know, now my prediction and it has been for a while and I still stand by it after watching the movie is that at some point in Endgame she will have the gauntlet on her hand. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Has to happen. Or she'll be, well, she's like throwing the Tesseract around like it's nothing. Yeah. Like she was like holding it and like tossing it to people and they put it in the Fonzie thing. Right. But a lot of people were holding the Tesseract that, it kind of bothered me. Mm, yeah. Yeah, right. Like it eats through the bottom of a plane, but it, a Fonzie lunchbox can hold it? Man, it's a, I mean, it's a well-crafted Fonzie Yeah, lunchbox. must be. It must like, have a lot of lead in it or something. Yeah, I don't know. Anything else that stood out to you about the film, either like best stuff or worst stuff? Uh, like I said, the comedy, it's a, it's a lot more comedy than I thought it would be. Um, yeah, they had jokes. And for all the talk about, you know, me too. And you know, women and all that stuff. It really doesn't, it towed the line. Like it really didn't hit you over the head with a bunch of stuff. Right. Which is fine. It, it made its point and it was fine. So for those of you who are not seeing it because you, you don't want to see like women do well for whatever reason, um, yeah, there's not enough male superhero movies. Yeah. I, it doesn't really do that. Like that's the other thing that I was confused about where people were so outraged. Like it's not that bad. Like obviously no. there's some stuff that's like right on the nose, but now the, I am a little surprised, like, for the MCU. Like, I know there's been other movies, like, Elektra had a movie, Wonder Woman had a movie, uh, Cap Woman had a movie. But, like, standalone movies, if before all these came out, and, like, we're, we were talking, like, it, like, in high school, and I was like, which female superhero do you think will have her own movie? Like, Captain Marvel would be, like, number 50 on my list. Oh, and yeah, it wouldn't <laughs> like, even be close. I think you have, like... Um, if you asked me then, if you yeah. asked me 20 years ago, I would have been like, I want to see storm a storm movie yes. or I want to see rogue. dark Phoenix. Now I don't want to see dark. No, Phoenix, they've kind of ruined but, it, but like storm rogue, Jean gray, the X-Men have always had really good, like Psylocke, not that you'd have a um, movie, but they, if you asked me before it came out, I would have loved to have seen a Catwoman movie. I would have loved to yeah. have seen black widow. Uh, not even like no. I was she Hulk. I do want to see she Hulk. Yeah. Yes. Don't you think, didn't you, was it, was it you that said Gina Carano could play She-Hulk? She could. Yeah, she'd be good. She That'd could. be a good one. Uh, what else? What but other? now we know that she can't because she's Angel Dust in Deadpool. And mm-hmm. that's in, technically in the same universe now. So Yeah, well, they could maybe get around it. What about Let's like... make her green. Like you could do like Black Canary, like Green Arrow and Black Canary. And like Ant-Man and the Wasp was sort of like a step forward. And the Wasp was better yeah. in the movie than Ant-Man was. It should have. We say it all the time. It should have yeah. been the Wasp and Ant-Man. Right. But they were probably afraid. It yeah. <laughs> well, it wouldn't be as good. Well, since it's a sequel, you have to lead with Ant-Man. Yeah. 
Harley right? Harley yeah. Quinn Suicide Squad should have just been called Harley Quinn, and oh, then they should have made the whole thing about her. Well, yeah, and then they cut out like uh, half her shit. I know, I know. Listen, what are you gonna do? Yeah, I don't know. All right, Ryan, I don't know what you're gonna do. Anything else on Captain Marvel? You're giving it a four. I'm gonna stick. You four. I'm gonna stick four and a half for now, but I could definitely see it being a little bit lower. But overall, good. Overall, enjoyable. Overall good. Bring on Endgame. We say bring it on. All right, in a month. Yes, let's get to the pick of the pod. 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 All right, Ryan. Kick, receive, defer, or defend a goal. I will receive this okay. week. Um, I le- purposely left this out of my uh, video game minute because I wanted it to be my pick of the pod. But uh, for all of you can- uh, Capcom fans out there, I want to tell you from the, the horse's mouth, Devil May Cry 5 is awesome. Okay. Um, I tweeted out a thing. There's a secret level. Uh, where you can kind of like ride around on stuff and there's like a little obstacle course. There's like little secret levels you can go to. Um, but one of them, uh, once you get on like this, like rocket thing, um, the song Superman by Goldfinger kicks in, Yeah, which is a nice little nod to Tony Hawk, I was gonna say, yeah. which is, which is awesome. And you have to like ride this little like rocket skateboard, like all over the place, nice. like to get to where you're going. So I thought that was a nice little touch from Capcom. All right. Pretty good. Ryan, yeah. I have uh, two quick ones for you. One, I, we mentioned it last week, but uh, on HBO, it's a four-part series, The Case Against Adnad Syed. Adnan. 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 I always say yeah. it wrong. Adnan Syed. <laughs> Adnad. Adnad. Uh, so anyway, did you see there's a guy on Twitter, or at least he used to be on Twitter? His yeah, name he was used to be. Adnan <laughs> Schefter. And it was a, <laughs> he would try to, like be a fake Schefter account, but it was a picture yeah. of Adnan and it said Adnan Schefter and he would tweet out like Le'Veon Bell to the Bucks and you're like, what? <laughs> <laughs> Ant-Man Schefter. Yeah. Ant-Man Schefter. So the first part was this past Sunday. And so if you saw the first se- or if you listened to the first season of Serial, it's all that stuff. But they also had uh Hey Lee's diary and they're like reading from that and they do some weird like animation that goes along with it so it's a little odd but yeah um the problem now is like it just came out in the news like this week that he's not getting a retrial i know i was like save it for the end of the (laughs) so that like kind of ruined like all right now i don't have to watch this because it doesn't matter you know i mean this dude's been in jail for 20 years already yeah like the like the podcast is relatively new but he's been in jail for a long ass time yeah like he's just like a little bit older than us i think and he's been in there ant-man for a while ant-man syed yeah. And so I'll I'm going to watch the other 3, see how it goes. Also, this would not be a uh, pick for the women haters out there, but I just started reading. It's been out for a while, but Brian K. Vaughn, who did Saga and some other really good ones, he has Have you ever read Paper Girls? I have not. So, I'm reading the first volume right now. It's about these like there's four paper delivery girls that takes place <laughs> in like the late 80s. Yeah. And something kind of crazy happens, and they're left to kind of make sense of it all. It's pretty crazy early on. Though. Riveting. I don't want to give it away. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they got to read the news, and they got to they gotta solve the crossword. Yeah. One of them falls fucking... off the bike, and they need to tell her mom. <laughs> it's, Riveting. It's about as crazy. They run out of papers. They say, what do we do? How do we deliver the news? So then they, they put it in a play, and they, they tell everybody what happened. A dog runs out in the street. There's a uh, a bad paper boy who's throwing papers at them. Right. Like the ga- it's actually the game paper boy. Is and what then, it is. There's <laughs> a do- here comes a dog. Yeah. Guy guy jacking off. Guy running they, out with a gun. And then at the end of the street off. inexplicably there's a 
kick-ass BMX track. <laughs> and then, you know, if you miss the house one day, they, they paint their house the next day, and then you don't have to throw <laughs> them the fucking paper anymore. <laughs> it's crazy. Hey, real quick, all of a sudden they got a red house up. Don't throw it yep. to them. It's all good. So that's that, Ryan. Next week, I believe we have a free play because the week after is going to be Jordan Peele's Us, which is currently yeah. – Rocking a 100% on Rotten Tomatoes. I've heard nothing but good things about this. So I'm excited for that. So next week, we'll figure out something good for next week. Also, don't forget the live show at Idle Hands in Malden, April 7th, where we'll be previewing Endgame. I'm sure we'll also be talking a little bit about Captain Marvel there, but we'll preview Endgame, even though it's a few weeks prior to the release. It's never early enough to start talking about Endgame. So that is April 7th, uh, 3 o'clock start time. That's a Sunday afternoon. So come on out to Idle Hands. You can rate, review, and subscribe on the iTunes, hashtag dork. We love it when you do that. You can uh, tweet us at Dork Podcast, where you can vote on the Dork Madness all month long. YouTube.com slash Dork Podcast. You can check out the latest from our buddy Shime Time, recapping Game of Thrones. He's going to do every season. Currently up on the YouTube, we have season one, two, and three. You can email us, dorkpodcast at gmail.com. And you can watch Davey play video games and interact with him on the Twitch. We'd be twitching. Yeah, sometimes we play video games, sometimes we don't know. I fixed a guitar last time and played it. That was super fun. Yeah, that was a good time. That was a good time. You never um, know. You never know what you're going to get. You never know what you're going to get. Uh, you might get some Devil May Cry tonight. I don't know. We Ooh, haven't decided yet. Or like maybe that. some Apex. You want to run some Apex tonight? I we'll could do play it. a little bit of Apex, sure. Let's do it. I could do some Apex. All right, Ryan, uh, I would say another perfect episode. Nailed it. <laughs>